The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! Go Cowboys! This, this is the Players' Lounge. Broadcasting live from Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star. Now, your hosts, Barry Church, Danny McCray, Heckma Harrison, and Newey Scruggs. Victory Monday! Let's ride! Heckma Harrison is here. I'm Newey Scruggs. The two safeties, the players are out today. Danny McCray, Barry Church. But that's okay. That's okay. We can ride this thing together. It takes two to make the thing go around. Hey. It's, it's player with an E-R or player with an A, and it's player with an A today. Players only. Players only. <laughs> this is what happens when the players hear by weight. <laughs> right, right. They, they went by. They went yeah. bye-bye. They went bye-bye on no, Halloween. it's all, all good. Right. It's all good. Cowboys with a 49-29 victory over the Chicago Bears yeah. at Jerry World. I have a concern, but I have a lot of positives. No, no, you got to worry. I do have a worry. With a big W. Big has, W. Has it gone away? I know it hasn't. Has it gone it away? Should, it really shouldn't have, really. Honestly, it, your worry shouldn't go away. I, 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 am, I am on the same page. Uh, no, I'm a page before your page. I'm leading up to it because, like I said the, last week, man, if, you, if all I look at is the stat sheet and I see that they've rushed for 250 yards and they ran for 240, okay, I'm without even seeing what's on our side. I'm going to assume that we lost that game. We didn't. One by twenty. One by twenty. So, eh. Go ahead. So that's great because there's a certain section of fans that when you bring up the fact that the Bears had rolled off 240 yards on 43 carries, hey, one by twenty, you shouldn't be worried about that. Da, da, da. No, 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 folks. Here's here's what I'm saying to you. This is the Bears, and you were able to beat them. When you start to ask yourself, is that going to be good enough to face Minnesota, who is looking like a playoff team? They only have right. one loss. When when they send Dalvin Cook and Alexander Madison at you, okay, it's going to be a challenge for you. It's going to be a challenge. When you start trying to go into the playoffs against good teams, they're going to run the football on you. So it's a worry for me. Cowboys, so many positives. I'll get to all the positives. But I just want to say that what worried me before the game continues to worry me after this game. That's a lot of rushing yards. Now, the Bears, and Nick Eatman pointed this out, Nick Eatman, DallasCowboys.com, he said, hey, look, that's all they wanted to do. Even they were behind, they were just trying to run the ball. That's their thing. So, hey, go ahead and run the ball. But I keep thinking about what I know Cowboy fans care about the most. They want to go to the playoffs and and go a couple rounds. Going to have to figure out how to stop this run. And they got a bye week. Hey, go ahead. Jump jump in the lab, Dan Quinn. See what you come up with. They get ready to face the Green Bay Packers. Aaron Jones, A.J. Dillon, you know what the plan is going to be. You know what the plan is going to be. Right now, right now, you're facing the Cowboys blueprint, and we're going to try to run the ball. Yeah. And let's see how they fix it. You know, and I also think that offensively, you found a formula that's going to work for you oh. in playoff scenarios, right? Oh. And, and we talked all last week about what if, what if, what if, what if. And then Sunday morning we get up and we know that Zeke isn't going to play. Tony Pollard's going to get the, the nod to start. Malik Davis is going to play as well. And what is that aesthetically going to be like? And I think Tony Pollard, he, I don't think he quieted anybody 
Um, I think what he did was he he made the 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 it's a little bit louder uh, as far as what people have been saying is his ability as a running back. He still didn't catch any balls. I mean, I think his greatest asset as well as his his playmaking ability is being able to be a receiver out of the backfield and playing in the slot. We didn't see any of that yesterday. There were so many wrinkles to Kellen Moore's game plan that I thought were wonderful. Uh, And I think you can see now with Dak being healthy, uh, those things that he can unfold as the game plan goes, as the game goes along. This is a win. This offensive formula can get them through a playoff victory. Okay, that's all that, like you said, fans, that's all we want is a playoff victory. Go further, right? Defensively, though, you cannot allow, and Chicago, that's all they had, okay, was running the ball. That def- defensive scheme, let's just say, look, Chicago's going to be a problem for a lot of people here pretty soon because they got uh, Eberflus has a lot of cap space. And he's got a lot of uh, contracts that's going to expire. This is going to be a really good Chicago Bears team. Get your licks in while you can. While you can, all right? Because defensively, I mean, look, we did some things against them. But offensively, that running game in Justin Fields is – he's everything that we thought that he he is. But this guy, Khalil Herbert, as a running back, his ability, man, just – in between the tackles, his tough running ability, short yardage. Long. I mean, he's a game breaker. And um, I, I was really impressed with the way that he ran. Um, they're off, and they stayed committed to it. But I'm sure, Nua, you're sitting there watching them going, man, y'all taking way too much time off the clock just to get seven points. And so that's the, that is the thing about running the ball. You find yourself down by a couple of scores and you're having the you're you don't have any other aspect to your offensive scheme to get you back in the game and you have to run the ball for seven, eight minutes at a time. I think any 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 team is gonna take that. Yeah, they weren't trying to win at that point. But that because it wasn't gonna win. You weren't you weren't going to go on sustained drives running the football uh there. So I also want to make sure I say this when I talk about my worry. Every team has warts. Right. Never forget Chuck Daly talking about that. Every team has Doug Collins, Doug Collins. Your job is to fix them, cover them up. Rams last year, one Super Bowl, when some offensive line play that was like, eh, it's okay, right. it's okay. But it was enough to win because guess exactly. who, who they played in Cincinnati? Their offensive line play was worse. So, so you can have some warts and, and win a championship. You can sit up here and have some worries and, and be able to cover them up enough to win Okay, we've seen teams win championships with a couple of areas. Ah, maybe not strong here. You're not going to be strong everywhere. No one is. Okay, right. you ain't going to line up 22 and just say we're strong every. It's, it's not going to happen. But how do you deal with your words? I said it last night on Channel Five. I want to say it one more time. Give Mike McCarthy credit for saving this season. Right. When. Everyone outside of you, heck, because you, you stayed on the train. You stayed. You kept your seatbelt on. Barry Church he buckled and ejected. <laughs> I was like, man, I don't, I don't see how this thing goes. Mike McCarthy kept it afloat. Yeah. Okay? Kept it afloat. Yesterday, when I saw the inactives, I was like, oh, man. This, is not, this, is not, this isn't good. Right. Leak Hooker's out. Ezekiel's out. To just look at the inactives. So I was like, man, this, I thought it was going to be a close game. I was like, man, this, this sounds like a close game here because the Cowboys have been able to win football games 
and been fortunate winning games with with other guys stepping up and playing. Like they keep bringing that next man up. They keep doing it. I thought, man, maybe this might this. I thought they would win, but I thought it was going to be a tough dog fight to do it. They ended up okay, man. Went, went by 20 points. And that's why I went back and I said on Channel 5 last night, give Mike McCarthy credit. The same guy who people, hey, here comes Sean Payton, ain't going to make it. This guy, da, da, da. give this man uh, all the credit because I thought it was done. A lot of people thought this thing was good luck. Good one game in, you can't score a touchdown, you don't have Dak. This, no. They are 6 and 2. Yes. Going into the bye week, even when I added up just what I thought, I didn't have six and two before Dak got hurt. I didn't have six and two when I went through the game. Didn't see that at all. This is a heck of a coaching job. It makes you down wonder how did they lose to Tampa Bay? You look at the Bucks right now. Boy. I mean, let, let, the, let them line up against the Bucks right now. The Cowboys would be favored over the Bucks right now. No, absolutely. They would be favored over. Um, just, just a tremendous job. You lose your left tackle. Left tackle been gone so long, you forgot about him until we bring him up. Oh, yeah, Tyron Smith. Because Tyler Smith has performed well. Your left guard went out in game one. Your starting left guard went out in game one. Your tight end has missed games here. Franchise quarterback. Running back Ezekiel Elliott. Two safeties have been out. Keep on rolling. No, it's wonderful. And you know what? People continue to talk about the culture here in Dallas and the way that this team has just risen to adversity. The one thing that just really has me uh, on, on, all in on this season is losing Dak in the way that they performed after losing Dak. I mean, that's the defense carried this offense, you know. And finally, 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 the offense has to, has to erupt and carry, because that's what they did. That's what they had to do. There were certain points in that, and I'm sure we'll get to uh, the Chauncey Golston, uh, that whole roughing the you know passer, which, look, that's, that came at a pivotal point in the game where obviously it could have changed the momentum completely uh, to the Dallas Cowboys. But, you know, I, I really just look, sit back and look at this team and guys like Israel Mukwamu and his development. Um, as as a safety and as a nickel corner. I mean, Deron Bland, we, we talked wow. about how he was going to step in wow. and what Deron Bland did. I mean, there are – and a lot of times, and I've said this before, that that next man up statement is disingenuous sometimes as it relates to a guy that's a first-round guy and you're replacing him with a seventh-round guy. There's, there's going to be a disparity in talent, you, you would believe. But these guys are just, you know, hey – one guy goes down, the next one goes up. Tyler Smith is doing a good job when you're not talking about him. <laughs> when you're not when you're not coming in here on Monday saying, boy, that oh, Tyler Smith, man, golly, we can't get anything done with that rookie at left tackle. Heck, think about draft day, okay? There was a lot negative about it. Absolutely. Who's this guy? This guy was in the, the American. This guy led led the nation in holding. Yes. This guy's a project. There were so many people questioning why did they take Tyler Smith. This because it's, you know now it's you know, people forget October uh, Halloween October thirty first. Everybody forgets it. Back in April, this was not a pick that people liked. I imagine if you pull up the grades, Chris Bean, pull up the grades right now. How many people gave them a C at best about Tyler Smith? And Tyler Smith is on a team right now that is that is. On the, the, it's pointing up. And this is one of the top five football teams in the NFL right now. And Tyler Smith has had a major part in this because we're not talking about him. Um, I can't say enough for him. I mentioned Joe Philbin last night as one of the coaches and just you know what they have done. I mean, so you lose another guard during the game. Here comes Jason Peters. 
what they have done on the offensive line. There were a lot of people who wanted Joe Philbin gone last year. Oh, heck yeah. Uh, they, they have done <laughs> oh, yeah. 49 points. Yeah. 49 points with a backup running back. Yeah. With, with a backup quarterback, giving a backup quarterback Cooper Rush enough time that he could go out and win four games. Yeah. That's why I go back to Mike McCarthy. And just for, for everything that was said about Mike, penalties, Sean Pay, everything, game management, Given that same, given that same energy, <laughs> right? Okay, yeah. given that same energy, yeah. Because I didn't see this. Not only just see this, I didn't see this team continuing to roll. Jordan Lewis, starting nickel, got out, didn't miss him. Did not once say did during the game. Say him. did not once during the game. Say, oh man, that's something that Jordan Lewis would have definitely been. You know, he would have been there for that one. Man. Hey, Deron Bland comes in and he does a good job at the. I believe it was the end or the beginning of the. I think it was the end. Excuse me, end of the first half. He makes a play in the end zone, clutch play for the rookie. But also, our tight ends, hey. Nui, our tight end Ferg, Ferg and shot, Ferg and shot. These two young man, I'm telling you, they are putting in work. Uh, in the interior, and you have again. That's another credit to Kellen Moore, realizing the talent that he has, and saying, "Look, I'm gonna put these guys in a situation where they can help us." And those two, those two guys, man, yesterday did they did that thing. So I go back to, and, and, and I'm not, I'm not beating my chest as much as heck. If you were at practice, you could see there, there's something. Yeah, you could see there's something. And when Hendershot came out, I'm telling you, I went back. I was in my hotel room. When we were getting ready to go out there, I was like, look at look at Hendershot's numbers. Hendershot's numbers matched very well with Jake Ferguson's numbers. Now, Jake was a fourth rounder, and Hendershot was uh was not drafted, but you could just see it, and even when you're out there, like they're not too far apart. Um obviously Ferguson played in a, an offense that that uh blocking is 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 his stronger suit. Absolutely. But you could just see it. Training came like, okay, this 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 one, this young one can play too. Yeah. And and that goes back into the coaching and the fact that not only were they coach well enough that they got in the game, heck, they knew what they were doing. Right, rookies. You call a lot of games, man. You see what happens on the oh, drop yeah. off when somebody else comes in for the starter, man. You got confusion and people know what they're doing. Um, I, literally, I, I can't say enough good things about the coaching staff having to continue to go. Who's the next man? Who's Jaron Curse is hurt in the game. He's dealing with stuff. He's Marquise Bell. Undraft the fridge. I mean, the coaching and what they've done here, I don't know if fans can truly appreciate what has happened. Because you go look at other teams and people get hurt and they go down and it's massive holes. And you're trying to figure out what in the world we do. The Cowboys have not only stayed afloat, they have become one of the best teams in the National Football League. Look at eight games into this thing. Right. It's a good football team. Oh, damn good. Uh, damn good football team, good and I think team. I think a lot of people around the league. As much as every week, they're going to try and take something away uh, from a from a Cowboy victory. You know, last week it was oh, it was just the Lions. This week, y'all, oh, it's just a and that's fine. And, you know, and, and you're going to hear that week in and week that's out. Fine. And, and they go into a bye week actually needing to get oh. a bye because of all of those things that you just spoke about. The the coaching staff is doing a wonderful job, but they're nicked up. Man, they have they're nicked up in some quality uh, positions, and man, this bye week couldn't have come at a better time for this team. I, I hope I hope a lot of guys not only take the time off. McCarthy said you know, like for them to, to reconnect with their families. I just hope I hope a lot of guys stick around yeah. for the standpoint of man, don't even go anywhere, just just rest. Don't don't get on a plane with it, just get on the rest. Now, 
you know, they obviously fly different than we do. You know, some of these guys. Barry Churchin, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> these guys don't have to go to the airport. No, no, like no. We do, but no. But, but literally, you know, to be going since August. Yeah. The way they have been going since August to have this break here at Halloween week. Literally, I know some guys may want to get away, but, man, if you just sat around here and just rested, that wouldn't be a bad thing either. But they've earned the right to go places. But, you know, a lot of guys like to go home to their colleges with whatnot. But, man, just sit around here chilling. Hey, uh, we talked about those draft grades, talking about Tyler Smith. We're going to get to that right after the break because I'm very interested to, to just to hear a couple things. Chris Bean, producer uh, extraordinaire, has got the numbers. We'll do that next right here on the Players' Lounge. Heck, Harrison, New East Crooks, Dallas Cowboys, .com radio. It's Smoothie King's original angel food and new angel food slim without added sugar. You no longer have to choose between treating yourself and hitting your goals this summer. You don't have to choose between great taste and feeling great. Because at Smoothie King, every blend is made with whole fruits and no syrups. So you can satisfy your cravings without compromise. The only choice you will need to make is which one is best for you. Try our classic angel food or the new angel food slim blended without added sugar. Smoothie King, rule the day. Attention Cowboys fans looking for the best shave of your life. There's a new official razor of the Dallas Cowboys, Shave Logic. Imagine not having to buy blades as often and getting more smooth shaves than your old razor, guaranteed or your money back. After more than 10 years of research and over 150 company patents, ShaveLogic is proud to offer Cowboys fans a special offer. For a limited time, visit ShaveLogic.com and get a free $10 gift card with your purchase. Go to ShaveLogic.com now for more smooth shaves guaranteed. Nobody protects you from mayhem like Allstate. You hear that? I'm a torrential downpour. Torrential? What's that even mean? It means you can't see out of your windshield. And if you have the wrong car insurance, you might have to make it rain to fix your bumper. So switch to Allstate, save money, and be better protected from mayhem, like me. Based on coverage and limits selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. In most states, prices vary based on how you buy. Allstate Bar and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. I'm Dak Prescott, quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. And they snap it to Prescott, who looks right. It's not there. He escapes left. He'll run for a first down. Just like football, when it comes to crypto, it's important to have a team you can trust. With Blockchain.com, I know I'm in good hands. Since 2011, they've been trusted by millions around the world to buy, sell, and trade cryptocurrency. Prescott's going to run this himself. Run it up the middle, and he scores. Whether you're new to crypto or an active trader, they've got you covered. What are you waiting for? Get started at Blockchain.com. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time, the Roast of Tom Brady, a Netflix live event happening May 5th Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Back to the Players' Lounge. Miller Lite is proud to bring you QBBQ Fest Dallas. Come out to Miller Lighthouse at AT&T Stadium this weekend, November 4th through 6th, for some of the best barbecue in the country. Get your tickets today at SeatGeek.com, the official ticketing provider of AT&T Stadium. Okay, uh, through the 6th, correct? 6th. Yep, 4th through 6th. Okay, okay. It looks like I'll be out there on the 6th. I'll I, get you some. Yeah, I got class on, on uh, the 4th and 5th, so... The six, the six, I'll be out there. You, you tell me how how good there's, it is, there's man. No, there's no game. It's a bye week. I got time. 
<laughs> you got time. That's all you need. You can make it happen if you got time, Nui. Chris, you know? Bean, Chris Bean, tell me how I can uh, get some. Get, do we have any cowboy, you know, passes? Yeah. Uh, I've not got anything in my email, but if I do, I'll pass yeah, them let, right let, to let you. Me, let me know. Let me know, Chris B. Let me know. Uh, uh, quote unquote passes. 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 <laughs> Players <laughs> Lounge brought to you by Tostitos, Heckman Harrison, Newey Scruggs, and uh, unfortunately Barry Church and, and Danny McCraig out there. But it's okay. It's Victory Monday by weekday on the buy. Um, Tyler Smith. We were talking about Tyler Smith and how Tyler has come in left tackle. Did not spend any time at training camp at left tackle. Was at left guard. Okay, he was at left guard, and the kid has done an outstanding job. Tyron Smith apparently is on his way back, according to uh, Stephen uh, Stephen Jones, about three or four weeks back, and he says to Coach Joe Philbin, have an interesting thing on his hands to figure out you know, how to put the five best out here. And Stephen Jones believes that Tyron Smith is one of the five best guys. We'll get into that later on, but going back to draft day, Tyler Smith of Fort Worth drafted out of Tulsa. One of the things that I kept hearing is people saying that had he not gone to the draft, let's just say he transferred somewhere, that, that, that there were schools wanting him, you know, an Alabama-type school. They were the big schools wanted. They, they realized, that, hey, man, this guy is better than Tulsa. And so he could have gone there. Like Jabril Cox went from uh, – not Jabril Cox. Was it, was it Jabril Cox? Yeah. North, yeah North yeah. Dakota State down LSU. Could have been that kind of situation. Because then, you know, at that point in time, if he's at Alabama, first-round pick, nobody, he's, he's fine. But coming out of Tulsa, people are criticizing him. Oh, I would. So, Chris Bean, tell me those draft grades again on uh, Tyler Smith when he came out of Tulsa. It was a first-round pick of the Cowboys. Okay, I've got in general draft grades, obviously, for the whole draft. So, NFL.com gave the Cowboys, day one, they gave him a C. Okay, overall grade for the draft. Um Day one, they got a C. Day two, they got a B plus. Day three, they got a B. Overall average was B for them for uh, day one. That's on NFL.com. Uh, SI, uh, Sports Illustrated, gave the Cowboys a C plus. Interesting enough, uh, their, their analysts said that the Cowboys draft was fine but seemed to do nothing to separate them from the NFC East in the field as quickly uh, gaining ground. Okay, And then uh, we go to... The sporting news actually gave the Cowboys an A for their draft. So okay. they, they felt like they filled holes. And then uh, PFF gave us a B plus. And then the Bleacher Report gave us a B minus. So for so overall, probably like middle B, I would say. Okay. So those initial draft grades at that night, NFL.com said C for Tyler Smith because day one is nothing but first round picks. Right. C. Correct. This is where and why I trust Will McClay. Clearly, they knew a whole lot we did not. Because the thing you consistently hear from others around Tyler Smith is how dedicated he is. Comes here to handle his work and he does his business. They knew what kind of player they knew, wanted. Joe Philbin knew what kind of guy he needed in his room who's serious about his business who wants to be great. He knew who Larry Allen was. Heck, you know, half the time, these guys don't know who people are. Right. I talked to Luka Doncic on media day. He didn't know who Allen Iverson was, didn't remember Allen Iverson playing against the Lakers. I'm sorry, what? Yes, yes. Like, he didn't know who AI was? I'm not really familiar with his game. That's what we told him. Nah, he's joking, man. Everybody, I mean, come on now. Like, but, but That's you AI. Got, yeah, YouTube. You, if, Step if you, over to Ron Luke? Yeah, yeah. He, he ain't know. He ain't heard that? All right. 
I mean, that's special. And I, you know what? I think a lot of these young guys, again, they don't know their history, but that's all right. Um, uh, Tyler Smith absolute, from Fort Worth. He knows so, his history. Yeah, he is, knows it. It's kind of hard not to be from around the area. If he's like, I don't know who Michael Irvin is, then you might want to have to get, get his he head checked. Allen yeah, I mean, that's that's what I'm saying. I, I love, I love, I love his quickness. I love his feet. I love his ability to just forget about the last play. A lot of guys in his situation would give up a bad play and tank. He hadn't done that, and that's what to me makes him a. a, a Makes the future so bright for him. Uh, this whole Tyron Smith coming back—I mean, it's—that's it, a situation because Tyron Smith is one of the best offensive linemen to ever breathe. Really, I mean, so let's not let's not get ahead of ourselves in that argument because of how good Tyron Smith is. But Tyler Smith has had a trial by fire, as we we talked about. He's gone through Tampa Bay, Cincinnati, New York, Washington Commanders, lost the Rams. I mean, he's had a baptism, and we've seen him have his his struggles have been public in front of everybody, but he's battled and we've seen him, you know, come back, especially last game. I mean, he he was opening up some holes and um, he's just a wonderful guy that you know, man, the future here at the left tackle position, which we've been worried about what we're going to do there. Finally, you put that whole discussion to bed. Aaron Donald's got 100 sacks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. He the best in the business. Aaron Donald, you know what? Aaron Donald's so good, they already got the bus down in, in, in the basement. <laughs> His last game, they just going to throw the, the – just go ahead and throw it on him, huh? Here it is. <laughs> already had it. They had it made years ago. So, so yeah. you, know, you know, Tyler Smith getting getting beat by Aaron Donald a couple times that Rams game. Means nothing. Zach Martin's been beat by by Aaron Donald, okay? Being dunked on by Jordan or Kobe. It's going to happen, right? Right. Play right. basketball long uh, enough. Aiden Hutchinson <laughs> of the Lions getting to him. Aiden Hutchinson's yeah. got a tan steal, too. Aiden Hutchinson's going to be a good football player. Absolutely. So so I, I look at some of the things that people bring up. This is going to happen. You know, you're gonna you're going to give up some sacks in this league as a rookie, especially coming from where he came from. That's the other thing to me, which is so impressive. He wasn't in the SEC. He was in the Big Ten. Was playing in the American, you might have saw a couple of these guys at Tulsa a couple of times, but for the most part, they're not on your schedule every week. So to me, for Tyler Smith to perform as well as he did, knowing he came from far back, that's that says a lot about the young man right. and and his ability to get better in the coaching and and, and making that all work. So I, I think he's done a really good job. And anyway, let me let you just write up on Tyler Smith and oh. tell me if this sounds like the guy that we see out there today. Okay, this right. is off PFF, which I I just read. And I was like, oh my gosh, they're like dead on. Arguably the most violent offensive lineman at the group of five level. He led the nation in big-time run blocks a season ago. His grip, strength, and power are a sight to see. Once his hands get locked into the defender's pads, it's game over. That was the write-up. I mean, you see that on the field. I mean, the the Hutchinson play last week where he gripped him up and threw him down was pretty impressive. They know what they're doing in the scouting department here. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, there's a lot of things people can complain about as Cowboy fans. You cannot complain about what the job they've done over in the scouting department in terms of developing talent. And when it comes to offensive line, that's one of the things that we had talked about before you would join the players' lounges. If there's one area will give them a benefit of the doubt in, it's the offensive line. Yeah. And right now, I think the only guy you can sit up here and say, you know what, maybe they missed was Connor Williams, who moved to center with Miami. Yeah. That That's what – but but at the end of the day, yeah. I'm sorry. There's too many guys who've hit. Yeah, they've hit on too many guys. No, no one's perfect. Everybody has a wart. So, um, no. And that, to to that end, I just want to say, you know, with, for Mike McCarthy, I think this is the first time since he's been here that he's 
kind of had any continuity on his offensive line. He's yeah. from the beginning. It's it's been musical chairs uh, from the guys that he's had. It. I mean, Travis Frederick goes out 2020, and obviously he's probably thinking, man, I'm a, I can at least I know guard, you know, center guard, guard tackle. I'm good, you know. And then that that whole dynamic changes. Even last year with all the injuries. Yesterday. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yesterday. Still, but but there's not what you're talking about is there isn't a, a drop off. And I think going into the game uh yesterday, I think what was so interesting was all right, Sunday morning when you knew that uh Tony Pollard was gonna start, how are they gonna use Tony Pollard? You know, the carries the carries were about the same. They didn't change from that, but getting him out on those stretch plays, they got him in position so he could make those plays and he did deviate I mean that long run like 56 54 54, 54 yards 54 yards I mean that's just that's just Tony Pollard doing what he does and I think you know what everybody's making a lot about the, this conversation Zeke Pollard Zeke Pollard Zeke Pollard I think they both are playmakers they can coexist together especially when you have an offensive line that's blocking it up like that where we've I guess if you had any questions about them, it's been in pass pro. Can they protect Dak? Could they? Can they protect uh, Cooper Rush? We saw against one of the best pass rush in Philadelphia. They, hey, that's that's a different breed, and I think we want to see them get backed against that kind of competition to where we say, hey man, can you protect the quarterback the same way? Dak had a lot of Dak had a lot of time yesterday, especially on the third and nine where he got it into Dalton Schultz across the middle. I thought that just to me showed you the way that this offensive line is playing together. All right, it's obviously been the hot topic. I kind of just dipped around a little bit. Let's take a break and let's dive in. I, I have the solution. Okay. For Cowboy fans about, you know, Tony Pollard, Zeke. I've got, I've got the solution, and I already talked to the source about it. Okay. Weeks ago. Weeks ago. We'll do that next. Heckma Harrison, New East Coast Players Lounge, brought to you by Tostitos on DallasCowboys.com radio. Nobody protects you from mayhem like Allstate. You hear that? I'm a torrential downpour. Torrential? What's that even mean? It means you can't see out of your windshield. And if you have the wrong car insurance, you might have to make it rain to fix your bumper. So switch to Allstate, save money, and be better protected from mayhem, like me. Based on coverage and limits selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. In most states, prices vary based on how you buy. Allstate Bar and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. I'm Dak Prescott, quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. And they snap it to Prescott, who looks right. It's not there. He escapes left. He'll run for a first down. Just like football, when it comes to crypto, it's important to have a team you can trust. With blockchain.com, I know I'm in good hands. Since 2011, they've been trusted by millions around the world to buy, sell, and trade cryptocurrency. Prescott's going to run this himself. Run it up the middle, and he scores. Whether you're new to crypto or an active trader, they've got you covered. What are you waiting for? Get started at blockchain.com. Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Jack Black? Right now, you can get the Jack Black Starter, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The starter includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Go to getjackblack.com cowboys and use the code word TEAMJB. That's getjackblack.com cowboys. The Jack Black Starter, 10 bucks. Free shipping! But Smoothie King's Original Angel Food and New Angel Food Slim without added sugar. You no longer have to choose between treating yourself 
yourself and hitting your goals this summer. You don't have to choose between great taste and feeling great. Because at Smoothie King, every blend is made with whole fruits and no syrups. So you can satisfy your cravings without compromise. The only choice you will need to make is which one is best for you. Try our classic angel food or the new angel food slim, blended without added sugar. Smoothie King, rule the day. Back to the Players' Lounge. Get the ultimate fan experience for the ultimate Cowboy fan. Join Dallas Cowboys United presented by Globe Life starting at just $20. Join now and get your fan pack, exclusive benefits, and more. Visit DallasCowboys.com slash United for details and to join today. All right. Heck, my Harrison, Newey Scruggs. This Players Lounge brought to you by Tostitos. Yes, it is. We have Jesse Holly. I'm Jesse Holly. I'm sitting here looking, looking at Nate Newton. I was looking at Jesse Holly because Jesse and Nate always together. But uh, Danny McCray, Barry Church out. And then Nate's right there in the background, like the the the, the, the like ghost, an ominous black cloud. Christmas pad. <laughs> uh, My man Nate. Tony Pollard was sensational yesterday. Tony Pollard, 14 carries, 131 yards, averaged 9.4 yards a tote, had three touchdowns in the game, the long 54 yards here. So people are are sitting here and they're thinking and they're talking about Tony Pollard needs to be the guy. We don't need Zeke. Cut Zeke after the season. Da da da. Here is the whole solution. And I say this to you because I had this conversation with Cowboys running back coach Skip Pete at breakfast in Denver, Colorado during training camp. I go back to Skippy when he was with the Raiders and and, and was with John Gruden and later on Bill Callahan. He's like, we had Tyrone Wheatley. He had Charlie Garner. We had those two guys. We came at you. We pounded you with two ways. We hit you with the thunder and we hit you with the lightning. He believes in it. And you remember when they drafted Felix Jones to go with Marion Barber. Right. They believe in it. The NFL of Jim Brown and Emmitt Smith, that NFL is gone. They're using two running backs. They're coming at you different ways. What they have with Tony Pollard, what they have with Ezekiel Elliott works. Look at the Shanahan's, what they've, they've been doing through the years. Dad and then Kyle, you see McVay is taking it. They're using multiple running backs here. They're using multiple guys. What the Cowboys are doing, folks, just be happy with it. That's my thing. Nate Newton, am I off base? No, you're not. I mean, it's, it's a great analogy, man. And, I mean, you guys are great, man. I just, just want to sit down and enjoy the show if that's okay. That's okay. That's okay. Right, thank you. What's up, Big Nate? How you doing? Man, I'm good, man. You know I'm good. Everything out good. Well, I mean, you know, to, to what you're saying, I, I think that these guys operate well together. You look at the, the pounding that Ezekiel Elliott has taken over the years. There's no doubt, man. He's, there's a step. He's a step slower. And we hadn't seen him break off those big runs like we saw 2016 uh, halter top Zeke break off. Right, right. Right? It's been a, been a minute since we've seen that. But I still think that what he brings to the table is important. I, I think he marinates that defensive line. Guys like, uh, you know, Danny McCray always talks about, boy, guys stop, stop wanting that contact that 21 brings. And then 20 brings a whole nother facet to his game with his breakaway speed. Um, you know, I look at both of these guys, Tony, everybody talks about Debo Samuels from San Francisco, and he is a physical guy. But when you look at him, six he's six foot two hundred fifteen pounds. Tony Pollard six foot two hundred nine pounds. Also, not that big of a difference, but that pounding is completely different. Therefore, Debo isn't as healthy year round as Tony Pollard is going to be with the carries that he has. What's up, Nate? I decided I need to join this show, man. It's so exciting and exhilarating. It just touches me to be a part of it. I'm going to tell y'all something. I spoke with a, a, a person doing training camp, and they said that 
they will always try to keep Tony touches around 20 or less, or less, much less as long as they got Zeke because they have done the history on him and they did do these little things where they hook you up to all this stuff while they're at practice. The GPS. And, yes, and um, <clears throat> in some kind of way they hook this into your endurance. And they say Tony at, at his best between, you know, 10, maybe 15, maybe 20 if it's back-to-back-to-back, you know. So they – Remember, he was the featured back yesterday and still only touched it 14 times running it, and what, two or three times with passes? Yeah. So they know how they want to use Tony. They're using him better now than that they used him in the past, not only on the inside, and that was yesterday mainly, but on, on the outside. So uh, you can, as fans, you can, you can want what you want, but this team is successful uh, with two running backs as one. I mean, you can uh, – don't let the money blind you. Let yeah. the winning blind you, not the money. The team you saw yesterday, that did it still put you – and I didn't. I don't know how you feel about this, if there's still needing to be a move made on behalf of the Dallas Cowboys before the end of free agency. After, after the balance that they shown, you know Zeke will be back in what Tony Pollard did. Are you still saying, hey, we need to make a move? Uh, by just, tomorrow? It just depends on what that move is and what position. Uh, we we still have a glaring need on our defense because that is the strength of this team of stopping the run or do we give uh, this defensive line a chance to jail and, and, to, and to, you know what I'm saying, to see what we'll do in coming weeks. But we cannot with the likes of uh, Tennessee coming in here, New York, uh, Philadelphia, we still got to deal with them. Minnesota. We don't, we don't, in Minnesota, we don't want to figure that out in the middle of these games because now it's it's positioning yourself to either have a home game or possibly sitting uh, at home one week free. What I what I would like to do, uh, and it, and it's be over to what tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, if you don't get that receiver, Dak gonna have to work with what he's working with, and as long as. Kellum and him don't have them them, them grand schemes of, of of going off character too much like they did right before the half. They all right. We got three tight ends. This is what I try to tell people. How has Tom Brady, and he's not Tom Brady, but how has Tom Brady slash Belichick and his offensive coordinator survived with two slot receivers and a two and 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 one tight end? They had two with Hernandez, but God bless his soul. But how did they survive three, year in and year out with two slot receivers and one great tight end? And we can't survive like that? Because C.D. Lamb is going to get better. Okay. I believe that in my mind. And I believe that Gallup is going to get better. Okay. So I, I, I believe these guys are going to get better. Now can your, can your offensive coordinator figure out a way to, to have a short to medium game and then hit them over the top every now and then. And your gadget plays, I'm more apt to go along with your gadget plays as long as it's number nine. Okay. See, when you when you go gadget plays, you need lightning quick, athletic, stop and start guys. I saw it all around the league where everybody's using their punt returner now. That just sweet. Yeah, this all around yeah. the league. Yeah. So – and they did it yesterday, though. They yeah. did it yesterday with Cavante Turpin. And Got an 11-yard game. Mm-hmm. So much of that. You see Andy Reid using that speed and what he did with Tyreek Hill and other people trying to yes. copy that. Hey, um, something Heck and I talked about here. I wanted to get your thoughts. Um, 
I gave Mike McCarthy a lot of credit for getting to 6-2 and two with this team and the coaching staff here. I wanted to get your thoughts about where they're at as they're going into this bye week. Uh, you, you're talking about? McCarthy and, and, and everyone yeah. else. I, I have went up to Will McClay. I have went up to Coach McCarthy uh, and, uh, and several other people saying, you know what, y'all? Y'all got a coach here. Then, 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 then bat. Dak went out. He didn't. He didn't blank. He said, "This is my guy, Cooper Rush." And we all, I know, I was man. We better go out and get somebody. <laughs> oh my God, this dude went on waiver wire. Nobody wanted him. Yeah. You catered to your defense. Now maybe you didn't feel that way. You said it that you did. Maybe, but maybe you didn't feel that way after after that guy. You went to your offensive coordinator. You went to your. Uh, Starting quarterback in Cooper Rush, this is how we going to do it. You went to Dan Quinn and say, baby, I hold my arms to you. I'm <laughs> trusting you with my – I'm family, like, like, like the dude did in Godfather 2. I'm trusting you with my family. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? With my livelihood. Yeah. And they handled it, man. Coach McCarthy, he has handled his business. He has not changed. He's still working on the penalties. He, he don't forget. I'm still working on the penalties. I'm going to play to the strength of my defense and my next best weapon is my offensive line. So I'm going to let them get out the people. This man has not changed. Now, I'm not going to change. I'm not. He's done a very good job. Uh, he will not get any Coach of the Year votes because I think people are pretty much trying to give that to, to Brian Dayball, what he's done with the Giants. But Until to, we whoop him up again. To lose as many players as they have. You've lost your starting quarterback, lost your starting running back, lost your starting tight end, lost your left tackle, lost two safeties, uh, lost your left guard. Right. <laughs> I mean, we're just going down the list of people they have lost right. during this season. And they've kept on going. Can, I, I got to get this off my chest, man. It, man. So, something yeah. really bothered me yesterday, and it was it was the Chauncey Goldston uh, rough in the rough in the passer penalty yesterday, and yeah. I don't know what the NFL the point is on, on this penalty, and obviously it's not to take it back to the days when you played when guys could just tee off on the quarterback, but you are changing the trajectory of games. You're changing the integrity of the game with that penalty. And you saw what happened. That was a turnover, an interception. And then you give this team not only a fresh set of downs, but you move them closer to the goal line, and then they score, right? If that happens to you in a playoff game, you know, that these are things that you cannot do uh, in the course of a football game, and it needs to be reviewable. They need to be able to review this. They need only to be- two people can change it, Heckman. Who was that? There's only two people can change it. Refs and within their own home and the owners. If the owners don't change it or the refs don't change it, they ha- they have got a license to to dictate games. Yeah. You better deal they, with that's, it. That's, that's, is, that is yeah. going to that that those kinds of plays that I'm telling you in, in a contact in a contact sport, that you're asking a guy that in the boxing ring, you gotta knock him out a certain way. I mean Chauncey Golston wins his matchup. Closes in on on the on the quarterback, and he could have demolished him. I mean, he could have picked him up talk, yeah, and really landed yeah. on him. Well, that wasn't egregious enough to to have a fifteen yard penalty called like that, man. It's and that's hu- that's killing me, man. I, I can't take it. I can't stand it. I, I'm gonna tell you something. Uh, Ten years ago, I used to come around these shows and do these shows. So we was just getting started, and I used to be like ref was not allowed to be talked about. You, this was for the replay. And once they brought replay, that's when I got outspoken. 
is you in New York see it, know it, and can run it back 800 times. Yes, they bang, bang sometimes, but you can change it. If you're not going to change it because that is my buddy sitting in there yeah. and made that call. You don't want to embarrass me. Yeah. So you think a ref, if you get to get it right, you think a ref going to be like, man, they made me look bad. No. He's going to be like, okay, we got this right. Yeah. But until the refs come with a better plan and management, I'm talking about ownership. Yeah. I ain't talking about no council that meets every year. Oh, we're going to take this before the uh, <laughs> competition committee. It, yeah. That is, yeah, man, that's just another way of getting an extra paycheck. Nate, thanks for stopping in for a little bit. Just came, came right in. Appreciate you. Just so, came right in. Big man, you know, it made the time fly. We overtime. Yeah. We are overtime now. Uh, it's We're okay because my show next. So I, you I run, run. Y'all can sit right here. We'll run. Keep right running, no, running. No, no, you, can't, you know, I can't. I can't take time away from Jesse. <laughs> yeah, you can. Take yeah, you got my permission. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, no, yeah, no, you, no, yeah. No. Heckman, man, this was fun, man. I appreciate Heckman Harrison yes, sir. in here today. Yes, sir. Danny, Barry, they'll be back uh, when they're back. It's the bye week. Cowboys are six and two. A lot to feel good about. We'll yeah, dive more golf, into course, uh, we'll dive more into the to, to the my worry later on this week about stopping the run. We'll dive more into that. Hey, for Chris Beam, Big Will, Jazz, everybody's a part of the Players Lounge by, by Tostitos. We will talk to you tomorrow right here on DallasCowboys.com radio. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about you, Cowboys?